Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Doctor, doctor. I'm screaming It is a Wednesday morning, and that means it is time for our weekly doctor visit with our favorite family physician, Dr. Stan Anderson. Good morning, Dr. Stan. Hey, Pam. Great to talk to you. Well, first I have to ask you, were you a Toby Keith fan? Oh, my goodness. So our family loved Toby Keith. My, uh, my, it's so funny. Um, the... Um, uh, whiskey for my men, beer for my horse. That was my son's, one of his favorite songs when he was like 10. And I'm thinking, did we raise him okay? <laughs> but, um, his songs, yeah, I, I was sitting and talking with my wife after he had passed. And he, he ended up saying, you know, his songs were songs that at different times in our family's lives were some of our favorite songs. Yeah. I thought, wow, you know. That's that's really interesting. I I'd kind of forgotten just how how much he had made an impact on my children as they were growing up of listening to some of the songs that he sang. It is just yeah, it was a shock. And he had had uh, the diagnosis of stomach cancer originally. It was made about two years ago, or at least that's when he ended up letting um, everybody know. And I didn't remember what stage he said it was, but there's four different stages of stomach cancer. There's stage one, which is where it's localized. That's curable. You get it removed, usually surgery, and you're going to live probably a normal life. Stage two is where it has spread. So instead of it just being um, in one uh, small area, it's in several areas still in the stomach. Um, stage three is where it has spread outside of the stomach, but locally outside. So lymph nodes uh, to the areas around it. And then stage four, which is the one that he had, is where it has spread to other organs um, around. So to the bone, to the brain, to the liver, to the other uh, lymph nodes in the chest cavity. So his stage four diagnosis was one that was incurable. And what we do is, if it's stage one and stage two, usually surgery is the main treatment. But if it's beyond that, then you end up having to just basically try to placate. We talk about chemotherapy, maybe radiation. If the symptoms are real bad, it helps to turn down a lot of the discomfort. But yeah, it's one of those frustrating cancers. It's, it's the fifth most common cancer worldwide. Really? Wow. Yeah. And and so in the United States, it's not that common. But around the world, people smoke um, dramatically more than we do. And smoking is one of the lead risk factors um, for developing stomach cancer. And then as you get older, people over the age of 60, that's an increased risk. And then the other one is uh, people who end up having 
a, a specific infection in the stomach called H. pylori. And uh, H. pylori, we've only known about for about the past 30 years. And it's one of those things that if you have it, it ends up increasing your risk for cancer. So you want to know it. You want to try to get it treated. You want to get it cured. And then that lowers your risk. There's other things. If you have a strong family history, if you eat a lot of uh, junk food, if you eat a lot of red meat, if you eat a lot of processed foods, and you really don't eat uh, fruits and vegetables. So part of the thinking as to why it's much more common, for instance, in rural China and much of India, is their diet is not going to be one where they have a lot of, of fruits and vegetables. Uh, they have a lot more of the starches and the grains. Um, but that's one of the reasons why it's more common in different parts of the world. There's a theory that um, esophageal cancer, which is kind of right next to the stomach, might be related to drinking very, very hot beverages. So chai, which is probably the national drink of China and the national drink of India, uh, um, just everybody that I know of from that area seems to know about chai, which is a spiced tea. They drink it boiling hot, and it is the thinking that it is the boiling hot beverage that increases risk for esophageal cancer, which is, again, that's not stomach cancer, but it's right next to it, and that it increases the risk. The symptoms are generally going to be about the same. So what are you, speaking of the symptoms, you know, how would you, what would you be experiencing um, that would make you say, go to the doctors and find, find out that you would have stomach cancer? Yeah. And, and so the first thing is, is there's usually no specific symptoms. So bloating, indigestion, heartburn, acid reflux, just this general feeling of uncomfortableness. What do we do? We take some Rolaids, so a pop, pop, fizz, fizz, oh, what a relief it is. If you remember that commercial from, oh, maybe I'm dating myself. Alka-Seltzer. <laughs> no, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we now, when somebody has heartburn or indigestion, we give them one of the over-the-counter medicines like Prilosec, uh, the generic is omeprazole. There's a couple of other branded ones and ones we use. Uh, you can use the Pepsids, the Famotidines, the Tagamet. You can use the Zantac, ranitidine. All of those are effective, and they turn off the symptoms. So the difference is people who end up having it long-term, that the moment that they stop their medicine, all of their symptoms come back. Then we should talk about, yeah, talk to your primary care as to whether or not you need to either have a scope or whether or not you need to have a breath test looking for this infection, uh, because if you have it, it should be treated. Um, it increases your risk. Um, and the issue is, is really a breath test, you simply breathe into a device and they measure it for the infection. So it's not like taking blood or anything. It's, it's incredibly simple to do. And then how do you prevent it? How do you prevent getting stomach cancer, or at least try? Yeah. And so this is where my plea to most people is going to be, make the right choices in your life. The first thing is look to see, do you have to smoke? If you smoke, um, 
one of the things that we strongly recommend is talk over with your healthcare provider the Chantex, which used to be branded, uh, Varenicline is the generic name for it, is dramatically less expensive than what it used to be. And so people who, for instance, smoke a pack a day, um, I think the cost of cigarettes is now like 4 to $5 a pack. So if you smoke a pack a day for a month, that's over $120. You're going to end up saving money by talking to your healthcare provider about go- going on Chantix or the generic Varenicline um, because it's now less expensive. So it, it's something that I would encourage people to do. The problem is the drugs don't fix the problem. Uh, they help, but you have to want to. Yeah. So it's like so many other things in life. Uh, can you take a pill that will make your muscles bigger? No, you have to exercise. Can you take a pill that will make you not want to smoke at all? No, you still have to really want to. So part of it is, is if you've had long-standing smoking and you're thinking, I really want to try to quit this, it has to be something where you end up getting a team to help you. So your family, your coworkers, people that like you, yeah, people that don't like you generally aren't really going to care that much. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> sorry, bad joke. But one of the things you want to do is you want to get people on your team to encourage you to not buy you cigarettes when you're grumpy. And most people that are trying to quit start to get a little bit irritating. And so a lot of people say, you know, I liked you better when you were smoking. You weren't as irritable. Mm. And they'll end up buying some cigarettes and leaving them on the table. So, yeah, you want to get everybody in your team. You've got to be focused on trying to do it, and you know it's going to be hard, but it's doable. Eight years ago this month for me, Dr. Stan, I quit. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, Sam, that is so wonderful. Congratulations. You can do it, people. You can do it. Honest. It was, yeah, it takes time. you got to really push yourself, but it's so good when you do it. It's the best thing. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah, and you probably saved a little bit of money. Yeah, just a little. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dr. Stan. Well, we will chat again next Wednesday, sir. Have a good one. Thanks. I look forward to it.